Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Join us coming up on Friday from 3 to 6 at the warehouse in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Uh, Parkway. Prices so low, it will blow your mind. Today, we are at Jimmy's Flowers. We're in Bountiful, 470 Main Street. Stop on by and see us. Of course, they have locations in Ogden and Layton as well, or online all the time at jimmysflowers.com. Indeed. Joining us now from in-studio back at Vivens Barno Marina. Let's give Mia a shout-out. Oh, yeah. We, got a, a, we had a big jazz fan. Mia came by uh, during the break. She was wearing a Jordan Clarkson City Edition uh, uh, Jersey. Uh, she does some fine work at uh, the Senior Care Center Creekside right here in Bountiful. Said there's a whole huge group of big-time jazz fans over there. and, Hooting and uh, hollering. Absolutely. It was really fun to talk to her during the break. And she awesome. even showed us her Utah jazz tattoo. She has a jazz tattoo. That's, That's a commitment. That is a, that is a good fan right there. So, yeah. so shout-out to Mia. Thanks for dropping by. And shout-out to all of our listeners who've come by today. We've been just crazy busy. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to meet everybody. It certainly so, has been. Thanks for dropping by. All right. He is in studio at Vivint Smart Home Arena. He will be joining me tonight on the pre-half and post-game coverage for the Jazz Miami game. He's our good friend, Tim Lacombe. What's up, Tim? What's up, guys? How are you? Good. You got your Valentine's Day squared away? You good to go in that department? Uh, that would be no. Um, but <laughs> getting closer... Okay. Getting closer. We're getting close. Does that mean, what does that mean exactly? Well, it's five, Wednesday. Five o'clock on Friday night. Yeah, it's Wednesday, so we're getting closer to Friday. So I better figure <laughs> something out quickly. Gordo, uh, you need to, Gordo, yeah, send me be... a couple, send me a couple dollars and tips, you know? <laughs> we um, see what we can do. Yeah. We'll get it. We'll, we'll see what we can send your way. Uh, Tim, let's talk a little jazz basketball. And we had David weigh in on this. Gordon and I were arguing about it. And I'm curious to get your opinion. Outside of just the value of an NBA win or loss, how important is tonight's game? I think it's uh, I think it's big uh, because it's a it's a team that was kind of similar to you in the standings uh, on the other side. Uh, it's a game that uh, everybody uh, you know is going to be excited about, and really, uh, the Jazz have kind of righted the ship, gotten uh, some things figured out defensively. Uh, Mike Conley's playing. Uh, way better you know he's starting to kind of acclimate so momentum now everything is about momentum uh, and this is just a game that uh, being at home and having you know the excitement of that uh, just kind of play off that it'd be I think it's a big game Uh, you know I don't think anything's do or die I don't think there's ever a you know unless you're in a series and you have to win to keep it going uh, that you can get through any kind of uh, result but certainly winning and the momentum that comes from winning would certainly help now, see, I've always held Tim in high esteem, and uh, once again, once again, he is absolutely correct, Jake. I uh, I would disagree, but that's all right. I also like Tim. So that's it's, <laughs> well, it's fine. Are you disagreeing that you like me or don't like me, or what are we agreeing or disagreeing? I, I'm disagreeing. About? I I don't think I think that these games are important because the Western Conference is going to be so close that every win is is going to be important, and from that standpoint. 
yes, I, I think tonight's game is big. But as far as I think it's overrated, like the momentum going into the all-star break, or if you if you have a loss, you're going to be bummed the whole time, or if you have a win, but nobody you're going to feel confident that. the whole no, time. Nobody like, said I, that. I just don't think it, it – I don't think this game matters more because it's the last game before the break than, say – uh, uh, Monday's game. It's interesting because I was listening to Joe, um, Slow Mo Joe, the other day uh, when he was with PK, uh, DJ and PK, uh, and he talked about, you know, he used the word momentum and whether it be what his term was, hey, is, is it the last game before the All Star break or, you know, or not? Winning is just, a, you know, momentum is a byproduct of winning. So, um, you know, I'm excited that they, they've kind of gotten things figured out. They got a couple good wins last week. I mean, granted, uh, didn't face Dallas at full strength. And, uh, um, and, but, they, hey, they went and beat the Rockets on a great shot by Bogey. That was a game that really was a loss. And it was a loss with a second left. And Bogey just pulled the, the loss down and put the win up. Um, so just keep that thing going. That's the most important thing. Tim, I've written about this and we've talked about it on the air, but uh, how would you evaluate the uh, the performance of uh, Jordan Clarkson and how difficult is it for a player to add to his team from the bench? Well, I, I think it's it's hard to put you know it in words because I think Jordan and his acquisition really kind of changed the outlook for the Jazz. Um, and, and really, I've been trying to rack my brain, and we've had some guys come off the bench uh, over the years and, and bring something. Um, but I don't know to this this extent. Um, Jordan has just been phenomenal. And the thing I love about him is he's not out there, you know, playing out of the rhythm of the offense. He's He kind of plays within the context of it. But it's so nice to have a guy who can really get you a bucket in tough stretches, um, maybe when Donovan's not feeling it or, you know, or – or Bojan's not feeling it, what he's been able to bring. And, you know, I don't know. I, I was never, A, a great player, B, a great scorer. So I don't know what it what it takes to come off the bench and do what he does on a nightly basis. But I know it's hard because I've watched a bunch of people try to do it. Um, and I love that he's adopted the role. I love that he's kind of brought the bench along with him. I think that he has definitely brought a spark to some of the guys, um, you know, off of the bench. And they've kind of created this uh, this unit that they – when they go in there, they want to, uh, you know, keep the Jazz in the game. And uh, Jordan is he, – he's a, he's a remarkable scorer. He's a bucket getter. And, man, that is just – that's just hard to get. And the Jazz did a great job of finding him and putting him in, and, and it's been a great fit. I wonder what Big Rick would say about Jordan Clarkson's performance. Um, probably something along the lines of uh, – you know, Clarkson, I, you can get any shot you want. You know, I, uh, I uh, you know, I really would like to get, see you get in a stance a little better. You know, I, uh, that's a little Gordon, too. There's a little Gordon, <laughs> a little Gordon there. there. Yeah, I agree. There was a little Gordon in there. Oh, man. Tim I'm Lacombe. slipping, man. I'm getting old. <laughs> Tim Lacombe is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now, Tim, I know we're not going to see uh, Mike Conley tonight, and uh, we didn't see him the other night either. But before that, he had three really good games. And I want to get your thought on, on how his comfort level is, even though we're not going to see him tonight. I think it's getting better. Wouldn't you guys agree? I, th- I yes. think that he's... Uh, acclimating better and I do believe a big part of this is you know he, he had the ball in his hands all the time and this is such a great problem for the Jazz to have uh, to have a guy like Donovan obviously superstar uh, in the making and uh, you know an all-star 
But you've got guys, uh, other guys like Joe, um, Boyan from time to time can handle it and drive it and get to the paint. And now, you know, uh, Mike Conley. And so he's, he's had to adjust to get it, you know, t- to playing without the ball in his hands all the time. And it's, it's hard. It's different. Um, but the, the trend and the data points in my mind are, are moving in the right direction. Um, and I think everybody's starting to get a much better feel for one another. Are the Jazz living up to your expectations for them uh, so, to this date, uh, so at least up to you know right now? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that I know everybody got a little crazy in the summer when the acquisitions were made, and you know I, I think the beautiful thing about sport is you actually still have to go out there, um, even if you're ranked uh, you know a certain place or expected to do something, you got to go do it. The, it has been an interesting first half. There's been. Uh, you know, really difficult times where you're kind of wondering if it'll ever click. Um, they make an awesome, a couple of moves to add to the lineup of the roster and diversify it a little bit and bring some strength off the bench um, and go on a crazy winning streak. Then we go through a little bit of a lull, but it's just kind of how seasons run. Um, and I would say that them being, you know, right now a game and a half out of third, uh, two games um, out, of, two and a half games out of second in the West. I think that's about where we were talking about the Jazz being. So um, they're right there, and and I think it has been a successful first half for sure. Tim Lacombe with us on ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Tim, what's your take on Jimmy Butler and this Heat team we're going to see tonight? Uh, you know, Jimmy Butler's a, he is he's a tough guy. Uh, obviously, comes with a whole lot of baggage in terms of you know what he's done to coaches and teams and that sort of thing. Um, but you got to love him as a competitor. Um, he's, he's having a great year, averaging 20 a game. I think this Heat team is way better than most people thought it would be. Um, but he's getting 20 points. He's getting seven, close to seven rebounds and six assists. So I would say that, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler is, is number one on the scouting report. We've talked about how important that has to be going into a game. And so um, that's something to watch tonight. Can the Jazz actually go out there and, and do a good job of making him have a tougher night than his average? And right now that's one of the concerns is that the perimeter guys are kind of getting off on the Jazz. Um, but tonight that will be, you know, scouting report, he's going to be number one. So uh, you got to kind of watch what he does and what he can do and hope the Jazz can slow him down a little bit. This is sort of a simpleton question, but uh, do you pay more attention, Tim, to opponent to games in which the Jazz are facing better teams? Is that a, a higher hurdle for them? Does that prove more than sort of the rank and file? For me, it does not. I, I know that that many would say it does, but to me, it's this is this season is all a process, and and you're trying to you know they're building blocks. You're trying to to get the team to perform and get in a rhythm to be successful. So really, if you'd looked at it that way, you know, and, and got yourself up for one out of every three or, you know, four games, um, then it's probably not the way to go. I think that I really enjoy watching them on a nightly basis. I love watching their energy, I like to see how they come out. Um, and, you know, do they look tired? Do they look into it? Uh, is the ball moving around? Are they settling for tough shots? Are they getting what they what they want to get? And, and you can tell those things pretty early, but in my mind, you have to be consistently really good uh, to, to advance in the playoffs. And the Jazz, uh, you know, they haven't done that for a spell. So it would be, in my mind, I think every game's big. And whether you're playing, you know, the, the best team in the league or you're playing the worst team in the league, um, really the only option you have that's anything good is winning the game. And in order to do that, you've got to be locked in. So I think they're all important personally. 
Has Boyan Bogdanovich um, exceeded your expectations, Tim? I just saying, I, I don't think there's no, I don't think there's any argument that you can make that that he hasn't been absolutely terrific for this team, and his production has been consistent and it's been awesome. But is it better than you thought, or I get what, what was your perception of him before he came to this team? Yeah, I did, I knew I watched him a little bit, uh, but yes, I'll answer the, the question first. Yes, for, by far has exceeded. I think he's actually one of those guys for most of the season to this point um, has been a pretty consistent, uh, you know, almost you could write his number down in the book. Um, and I, I think what he is that I wasn't aware of, I think he's more physical than, than I was aware of. I thought, uh, and I think that he is a much better all-around player. Um, I think he, you know, he's not a, an awesome assist guy, um, but he can make the open shot, but he can also put it on the floor and what I really like about him is when you get a smaller guy on him, we saw this the other night when Curry was guarding him for, De- for Dallas, it's right into the post. And, you know, there's not a better way to have to, to create a mismatch or, excuse me, to, to create a, a situation where help is required than posting a bigger guy like him on a small guy uh, because they're going to have to do something about it, especially if they have a little bit of success. So it's just another way they can kind of uh, – initiate offense by just throwing that thing in the post and he makes really good decisions in there um but i think that's the thing i've talked to a bunch of people about you know with conley getting a slow start and people are like i can't believe we're paying him this much money i said just pretend we're paying Boyan that much money right now because the bottom line is you're spending money <laughs> so just kind of average it out kind of like uh, what gordon has to do in the stock market you know he gets uh, <laughs> he gets a hot one and then he gets a dog and they just average each other out um so that is the, in my mind, that's, you know, you, you have a salary crap for a reason. You bring him in. doesn't matter if a guy is making, you know, the money. It's what he's doing out there. And I think Boyan's been unbelievably consistent and sensational in the first half. Tim, I ask you this question because of your coaching background. If you were working up a report on the Jazz as far as strengths and weaknesses, what are a couple of the strengths that you would underscore and what are a couple of the weaknesses that you would want fixed? Uh, I think that they're phenomenal scoring team, um, obviously great three-point shooting team, so you cannot give them free looks. Um, I think the scouting report on them to a man would probably be make them dribble to a shot. Uh, you don't want them catching and shooting. You want them to dribble to a shot, get inside the paint, and make a tough two, a contested two. Um, I think they're, for the most part, the team's a great passing team. I think they see the floor well. They incorporate and move everybody. Uh, defensively, they're an awesome rim-protecting team. Uh, Rudy is, does a great job of patrolling the paint. The problem is most teams now have pulled him away, uh, and penetration has been an issue, getting beat off the bounce on the perimeter and giving up big nights to guards. Um, and so I really think that that's something, you know, people ask me all the time, are they athletic enough? Are they, are they big and strong enough? Are they skilled enough? I think the answer is yes. I think defense has to be a situation, and Jake and I have talked about this a bunch, where everybody plays on a string, and you really count on all five guys to be there. My mind that I, I think that as long as they can shore up the defense a little bit, not give up those, you know, multiple games in the 120s, because they're going to be able to score most nights enough points to win. It's a matter of they don't got to be one through five in de- defense, but they got they have to be up there. Um, and defense has to be a priority because they are a special offensive team. And I think sometimes when you're a special offensive team, uh, the defense kind of takes the back seat. So I think that's the more than anything the first half. That's the emphasis I would say. The scouting report I would give is you know if the Jazz can shore up perimeter defense 
find a way to not get as impacted by isolations and five outs um, and really kind of look to try to shore up that and get everybody on a string. I, I, really, I really think the Jazz can do everything that, that we all have hopes for. Are you looking forward to seeing Donovan and Rudy in the All-Star game, or do you think it's just still going to kind of be the dog and pony show and they're going to have to fit in? I don't like the All-Star game. Me either. I, I don't, honestly, I don't think I've watched an All-Star game in 10 years. I just I don't like it. I don't like anything. I don't like all the what it's become. You know, I'm definitely sounding like Majerus, right? Um, <laughs> I, 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 there has to be an element of fun and entertainment, but I think it's just gone to the point where it's just too much. Um, so I, I don't get into it, but I'm excited for Donovan and Rudy to play in it. I, it's going to be interesting. I might watch it this year just to see how Rudy fits into it. You know, I remember when Eaton made the, the all-star team back in the day, and it, those, these games are not for those guys. <laughs> so that, that will be an interesting piece to watch. But I'm happy for them, and I'm really happy for the organization in the state because uh, they definitely deserve to be there. Does it help those guys that they're all-stars, uh, or does it hinder them in any way, or does it do a little both, or does it do neither? No, I think I think it could. It depends on your mental makeup, but I think these two guys are about as made as about as well as you can be. Uh, so I don't know that it hinders them. I think maybe from a confidence standpoint, just to kind of reassure, particularly with Donovan being a young guy and then Rudy being a guy who was drafted, you know, way down the board uh, for them to do what they've done has been sensational. But um, I think it probably is a case-by-case basis. It probably some guys that wish their guys didn't get all these individual awards, you know. Um, but it, it, that's what it is. That's what, what you know, basketball has become. It is a team game at the end of the day, and if you just can't lose sight of the fact that these individual things are, while they're fun and everything, they, they really aren't. They, as Majerus would say, uh, they really have nothing to do with winning. Tim, before we let you go, I want to ask you a college basketball question. Uh, BYU is a top 15 Ken Palm team, and they seem like, I don't want to jinx it, but a, a shoe-in for the NCAA tournament with, uh, with an at-large bid. Utah State, however, they were kind of on the bubble there with some interesting losses, but now they've won their 20th game. I believe they only have seven losses. Uh, Sam Merrill is playing terrific. Kata uh, seems to be healthy uh, finally. And uh, th- that game against Colorado State last night was terrific, and that was a, a really good win for them. Can you say now that it's likely we have two tournament teams? I think it's trending that way. I, I, I think that uh, one of the great things, too, is I think across the country, I was reading today that the ACC, I mean, they're talking about four teams getting in from the ACC. Wow. Uh, which, I, I mean, you have to go back and find. But I, I think that that plays in uh, Utah State's favor. Uh, but you know what? I, I actually believe with Kata getting healthy and them getting, kind of getting on a roll that the tournament, particularly winning it last year, is really going to be a strength for them. Um, and they may just seal their, you know, the deal right there. Um, BYU, on the other hand, I think is rubber stamped. I think they're in. Um, I think they could uh, I think they could drop a game. Uh, I, I think they beat the Zags in, in Provo, um, which I think pushes them closer to like a four seed, four five is what I would think that they, they can be. Um, I was talking to Rubel last night, and he was all getting antsy that I was jinxing it. But <laughs> I, I think that they beat Gonzaga. I think the two games that actually, from my experience, are going to be the toughest games left on their schedule, minus the tournament, and Gonzaga is at LMU and at Pepperdine. Those are, uh, those are tough places to play. 
And they're not tough for the, the ordinary reason. They're tough because there's not a whole lot of atmosphere and environment, and you've got to kind of create it. And both of those teams right now are playing for, you know, they, they have nothing to lose. So those are dangerous games, but um, I think the Cougs are in a great spot. They've done a great job. And uh, I actually went to the game Saturday, my first BYU game since I've been gone, um, and it was so awesome to watch. Uh, you only get 32 and uh, them play so well. And uh, so I'm – I'm all in for them, uh, and I think they're they're shooing for the tournament. So, Tim, uh, I also went to that game and covered it. It was the first time I'd been down to Provo for a game, and uh, was Ever? no this this season. <laughs> hey, don't, and hey, don't, don't come don't, here. Don't come every yeah, two yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, I know. You weren't there I in twelve know. years that I worked there, Gordon. Don't yeah. be talking about going on. I'm just kidding. I, uh, <laughs> and, uh, show up. I uh, was impressed with what I saw out of the Cougars. And like you said, uh, Childs was uh, very, very difficult for San Francisco to handle. And afterward, I was on my way out. And I was, uh, you know, when you get on an elevator, there's nowhere for anybody to go. Yeah. And so I got on the elevator. And who was on that? But Dave Rose. And uh, we started talking, and uh, he he could not lavish enough praise on you, Tim. And I always thought he was a smart guy until that happened. Well, but he, now he was you, very he was very complimentary. You know. He was very complimentary of you and your impact on the program through the years. And so I thought I'd pass that along. Well, that means a lot. I actually was I must have just barely missed you because I was uh, I went with a game with Coach and. He must have gone up the elevator. I was dragging because I hadn't seen a bunch of people, and it was kind of a reunion. But I appreciate you saying that. I, I'm really happy with what we did there. Um, my part in it was very, very minor and minuscule. Uh, but it was, it was fun. We had a ton of success and, most importantly, had a lot of fun. Tim, uh, thank you for jumping on with us, and uh, I'll catch up with you at the top of the hour when pregame starts. All right. I think hot dogs are on the menu tonight, dude. Uh, yeah, is it looking that way? Yeah, Good to know. that's what it's going to be tonight. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> so Thanks, send Tim. me your order. <laughs> I'll send it on in. All right. Uh, there you go. That's the, the great Tim Lacombe, of course, uh, jazz analyst on our pre-half and post-game coverage. Longtime BYU coach, uh, assistant coach under Dave Rose as well. He's a little higher on the Cougars than I would be, but uh, they're pretty good. Everybody's high on the Cougars. Yeah. I don't know what's taken you so long to come around. You think they're a four seed? You think they're going to beat Gonzaga? Man, top 15 in Kempom is is good. Yeah, but where's the, where are the Zags? And I think they uh, – give me a second. I can look it up before you blindside me with that. Well, I think they're pretty uh, high. But I, I think they could beat the Zags at home. Sure. Yeah. They've got All a right. lot of talent. Well, and you know the thing is, is they've got a ton of upperclassmen. I think that's key when you look at BYU in particular because they're a developmental program. And I think when they get a bunch of upperclassmen, a bunch of seniors, they have, what, seven seniors? Is that what it is? I think so. They're going to be pretty good. When they've got that many well, they They're shooting guys. the ball outstanding. I think they've had like nine straight games of shooting better than 50%. Well, and you, oh, so you take all that three-point prowess, which they're the best in the country, by the way, yeah. and then you throw in a walking bucket like Yoli Childs, you're going to be pretty good. Be pretty well, good. they are. All right, uh, joining us now, our good friend Mackenzie. We are live at Jimmy's Flowers, 470 Main Street, right here in Bountiful, their new location. They have two others, uh, up in Layton, 2840 North Hillfield Road and 2735 Washington Boulevard uh, in Ogden. And uh, Mackenzie, how long has the Bountiful store been here now? Oh, we've been here for about three and a half months. It seems like it's the perfect spot for a location. Has the reception oh, yeah. been pretty good? Yeah, it has. Bountiful is so full of 
just the nicest people I've ever met ever. <laughs> like everybody is so willing to help us out and spread the word that we're here. And everybody on main street is welcoming and so sweet. Um, so yeah, it's been really fun. It, here. Seems, it seems like a very f- flower giving community. It, yeah, right? that, yeah. That is how it feels. <laughs> yeah, It's nice. Well, and, and this is a big flower holiday holiday, of course. And, uh, you guys have bailed Gordon and I out, um, Many times. Should I, should I put you're it that welcome. way? But yes. you, you're so great with our listeners because you guys have expertise and you're friendly and you're going to make sure that that our listeners get what their loved ones are, are going to want. Yeah, of course. We want to help everybody just find a way to tell their special ones that they love them. And that's such a special thing that we get to be a part of. And we're happy to help. Well, Jake, as Jake has been saying all along, we're a couple of idiots. <laughs> and you have made us look very, very good. Oh, good. And, yeah, you. I mean, Jake. I mean, oh, you've saved my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> multiple, multiple times. That's, that's our that's job happened. is making you guys look good. Exactly. <laughs> and you do it well, mine oh, I am. And you have some packages for our listeners. The Sweethearts package, which you can get a dozen uh, long stem roses arranged, uh, a 12-inch plush bear, heart-shaped box of chocolates, uh, and also doing the Minky and Roses package. This is amazing because mm-hmm. this is the home run oh, of sure packages. Is. Because you're doing, the what, the Monster Minky, which is the big boy, and a dozen long Long stem roses arranged. That's the that's the can't miss. And you get the flowers pretty much for free when you buy that. Um, you're pretty much just playing, paying for the blanket. So it's a pretty good deal. And that's because uh, you know Miki, they're they're a local company. You guys are a local company. Yeah. Just a couple of local companies with uh, you know kind of a clientele <laughs> uh, uh, together and helping everybody out. It's so yeah, cool. exactly. Yeah, we love them. They're great. <laughs> they are great. Well, Mackenzie, you're great. Thank you very much Thank for you. jumping on with us. Well, you guys are awesome. Thank you. All right, we'll have more big shows straight ahead. Stay tuned. 975 and 1280 the zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingle Show with DJ and PK. So next week at this time is All-Star Break. How important is it to have some momentum going into All-Star Break for the team? I mean, All-Star Break or not, we want momentum. <laughs> yeah, okay. Any point, especially yeah. right now. We don't want to go in with a boot nine, whatever game, losing streak. We obviously want to go in with a good feeling and then get refreshed and start the season again on the right foot. So we do what we can to play as well as we can and get some wins in the next four. And then we, regardless of what our record is or streak or wins or losses or whatever, we go into the break and we come back and be ready to go for that last chunk of the season. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. It is a Wednesday, and that means one thing. It's a win ticket Wednesday. Austin, hit it. This is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. 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 Caller number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. Tickets right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, 855-340-ZONE. Be the 12th caller right now, and you're going to see Nickelback when they're back in Salt Lake on their 2020 headlining tour celebrating the 15th anniversary of their Diamond Certified number one album, 
all the right reasons, they will perform the album in its entirety, in addition to a slew of hits fans know and love. Joined by special guest Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, you won't want to miss it. Your chance to see them is Saturday, September 19th at USANA Amphitheater. Tickets on sale now. Purchase your tickets at LiveNation.com or simply be the 12th caller right now. 855-340-ZONE. You know, we just uh, we bump into the most interesting people when we're up here at Jimmy's. Uh, we're at Jimmy's Flowers in Bountiful, 470 Main Street. We bumped into uh, one of Lisa's old friends of all things. Yes, we did. Uh, he came in prompted by us, he said. And uh, we were laughing about a date that he took my wife on before I met my wife. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, it was a polo party. And he, somebody got the good idea of borrowing a horse and riding up to the party with my wife on a horse. Hmm. Are, are you jealous? I have to ask my wife about that are you, are before, you I, have, before I need to find out whether I was jealous or not. Have you ever done something grand like that for Lisa? Oh, have I done grand things? Yes, I have. Never ridden a horse with her. Well, give us a... Actually, I have. I think I have maybe once. But, but no, like entered a party. No, never like done a polo like party, that. like in grand fashion like that. I, I want to hear the, the grand gesture that, that you feel is on that same level. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> like I said, there wasn't a party involved. Okay. But... I bought my wife a car for Christmas. Does that count? Not really. <laughs> Why not? Uh, 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 I don't know. It doesn't seem all that grand. That just seems like you're now throwing some money at the problem. <laughs> uh, well, okay, now I'm going to have to think. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about that. Mm, might take a while. I, I just don't think the gesture needs to necessarily equate the, the cost. I don't think that's what we're looking for. <laughs> oh, man. You know, something grand. Hmm. I think I failed miserably in that so, regard. So uh, bringing Jimmy's home on Valentine's Day, that's that's as grand as we're going. And that's pretty grand. <laughs> it is pretty grand. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's top of the line. Uh, we, uh, we've had a bunch of listeners come by. In fact, uh, we just had a, a listener come in, and he was leaving with uh, some beautiful Blue orchids. Those were gorgeous, gorgeous. And we asked him about it. He said she didn't want the traditional roses. Yeah. So he went a different direction. I liked it. I liked uh, it too. That, that was a very, very good look. It was cool. But but the point is, come in here, and they're gonna they're gonna find you what you need. I mean, if, if your wife is particular or likes a particular flower, or maybe doesn't want roses, something more non traditional, or wants a bouquet that includes roses and something else, or, or whatever, their experts are here. To help. They're, they're, it's not like going to the grocery store where you have to get what they got. Indeed. Yeah. They've, they, they'll, they'll take care of you. Yeah. Come in here and essentially do what you and I do. Say, hey, I'm a knucklehead. Can you help? I've got no idea what I'm doing. And they, I mean, I do have some ideas, but I don't know if they're good ones. You know? Well, let's have an example of that. Well, I mean, I've, I've bought flowers before, and I like certain colors, combinations. And I say, would that look good? And they have told me here. Uh, sometimes they say, yeah, that's a good idea. And sometimes they say, um, 
you might want to rethink that. Wait, wait, wait. Give us an example. What, what, what colors and, and flowers? Well, I don't know what the flowers are called, you know. But I came in once and I said, can I, 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 I really like this color. Can you, are there, do you have flowers that are that color? And they said, yes, we do. And they pulled out some flowers. And then I said, you know, I think yellow would look really good with those. And they said, well, hmm, let us look at that. And they brought those out and they, I'll, I'll be that gone if they didn't make it look really, really good. Okay. So let me. So it was kind of a. It was kind of what's that color? What's that blue color right there, Johnny? Blue. Is that, Purple. <laughs> is that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of an off blue color. Light and, blue. And <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. So let, so let me get this straight. So when you said that uh, you know a little something about flowers, when you were when you were putting that foot forward, you meant you know what color they are. No, I know what I like. I don't know if, you know, I'm not expert now. Like, what color is that? It's kind of, what's, what's, what's the color between blue and purple? Blue. That's blue. <laughs> ask her. Ask her what the. What color is this, Mackenzie? That's blue. <laughs> <laughs> ask her what the color is that's between blue and purple. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It starts with a P. Periwinkle. That's periwinkle. Periwinkle. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. See, I knew she would know. It's blue. And by the way, I knew. Periwinkle is not blue. It's blue. It's Okay, whatever. The point is that they will help you make it look really good, even if you're as dumb as I am. Well, you just claim to be an expert. I, mean, that's, I, I know what I like. I know what I like, but I don't know if it's a good idea. Sheesh. Oh, I love doing a show with you. <laughs> I do. I mean, it, the point is that these people will really help you. They will. That is even if you kind of have a. See, here's the thing: it's a sliding scale. You know, you might know what you like. You might not know what you like. You might know what your your wife or your significant other likes. You might not know. But these people are experts, and they'll help you get it right. That's that's the point, Jake. They will. There's no need to insult me. I how am I insulting you? I'm just I'm asking questions. You said you were an expert. I'm not. I'm, I'm an expert on what I like, but I don't know how I, to make it work. But then I asked you what kind of flowers you're like. You're like, I don't know. The, the, the yellow ones. The pretty ones. <laughs> I know my, my wife likes those, uh, those uh, Gerber daisies. I, I do know that. Do you know what a Gerber daisy is? Uh, I think so. What? It's a, it's a daisy. Which one of those over there is a Gerber daisy? That one. Which one? That one. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the, the red and the orange oh, ones. Oh, right yeah. There. See, you are pretty smart. I'll be there gone. That wasn't exactly rocket science. I can't believe my 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 test that I just passed was which one is a daisy? It's a, it's a Gerber daisy. Those are different than daisies. They're bigger. <laughs> kind was that 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 guy walked out with those blue, was, blue ones it was no, orchids it was an orchid yeah man that was nice that was nice <laughs> so come on come down. on by man and, and you know a quality product here man. if you I, get down here in the next 15 minutes gordon will personally guide you through the process <laughs> <laughs> now throw a little more of the yellow in there <laughs> and a little of the periwinkle <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well it looks a little bit like the laker colors but Oh, well. 
<laughs> All right, we'll get to more. We'll get out of your way, we promise. Great ad, live from Jimmy's Flowers. Don't forget, pregame starts at 6, right here on 97.5 and 1280. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, wrapping up a big show here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jazz Game Night pregame show coming up at the top of the 6 o'clock hour. We're live at Jimmy's Flowers here in Bountiful. Come see us, 470 Main Street in Bountiful. Uh, I'm going to be hanging out here during the pregame show as well, but they also have uh, two other locations here to serve you. Jimmy's in Layton, 2840 North Hill Field Road, and in Ogden, 2735 Washington Boulevard, and online all the time at jimmysflowers.com. We just had a a listener come in. In fact, I think he's he's still here. He's right over there. But uh, he, he came in and told us that he just happened to be on the corner uh, of Fifth and Main, and he was, he was listening to the show. Well, he was on his way to Jimmy's because he's heard us talk about it forever. And then he goes, "Oh my gosh, those guys just happened to be oh, there." Oh, is that what yeah, it was? <laughs> That's funny. So he was it was uh, meant to be. Yeah, it was meant to be. His 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 mind was in the right place all along, and coincidentally, here we are. If you're thinking about your significant other, chances are your uh, your mind is in the right place, right? I mean, I I am a little bit of a romantic. You know that about me, right? Well, you say that about you, but yeah. Uh, by, from my point of view, I am. Uh, I know. Okay. Don't know if I really am or not, but uh, I, love, I love doing this kind of thing, you know. And it, you know, I just show a little appreciation. I know it's Valentine's Day and all that, so you're kind of compelled to. <laughs> but it's worth it, man. It's just, it makes you feel good. It makes your, your loved one feel good. Right, Jake? It does. It does. And they nobody does it better. So check them out, uh, jimmysflowers.com. And I know that about you because I was uh, officiated your wedding, as a lot you of did. people know. And I saw true romance. Uh, that, that, was, that was a moving moment. That really was, Jake. As much as you've been a pain in my butt, you know, <laughs> that, that, that was a, I remember looking at you and looking at Naz, and that was a couple in love. You know, that was cool. I, really, I get a little emotional thinking about that, actually, because it was just a super cool day. It was a great day. You look great that day, by the way. And uh, you, you look like a handsome. I think a, a, a groom should look his best on that day, and a bride should look her best. I appreciate that, Gordon. And uh, you did a terrific job, and it's certainly one of the best days of my entire life. And I'm glad that you were a big part of it. But I'm now I'm just kind of on the defensive like where is this coming from? no no are, are you are you being nice to me because you've got like a like a sucker punch no, coming right around I the side nothing. am i should i, I be no, what are you up to nothing, over there because that was really came straight from the heart and that was really nice and awesome but the way that we've had the week that we've had <laughs> no i feel like there's something else no coming. there's no blind side coming <laughs> All right, I want to get your thoughts before you get up out of here on, on tonight's game versus the Heat. We talked about the, the impact of the game kind of overall, and we argued about that a little bit. But I want to, I want to get kind of your on-the-floor take on what you expect to see tonight. Uh, well, first of all, the, I, like, I know that we talked with Tim about the importance of games and whether it's a bigger game if you're playing a tougher opponent whatnot. From my standpoint, it's more interesting to watch and these teams have well and i checked yesterday they were identical records and i don't think the heat played last night did they 
Uh, no, I'll double check that yeah. real quick. Uh, and so identical records. So one team in the West, obviously, one team in the East. They're both having success. They both have some star power. They both have really fine uh, supporting casts. And so here they come together in the, in the last game before the All-Star break. And I think that uh, it really does come down to a team's focus. Uh, and one of these teams might be better than the other one as far as talent goes, but who is more determined, who is more dialed in, who is listening to their coach. And by the way, both of these coaches are just top Very drawer. Good. Yep. Top drawer. And so you would expect them to get the most out of their players in this situation. But uh, Jimmy Butler, I, I agree with what you said earlier, man. I, I think we did give him short shrift. This is a guy who cares deeply about winning. And... You, you have to appreciate that. And, and I, think, uh, I think the fact that this is the last game is probably motivating Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And if not because it's the last game before the break, Jake, then it's because of what you said, the standings in the West are so very tight. Every game is going to matter when it comes to playoff matchups. And the Jazz want to put themselves in a position where they would get home court advantage in the first round and, and have a... a a slightly easier or more advantageous path to a successful postseason. Uh, real quick, the the Heat did not play last night, but this is the fifth game on a five-game Western road trip that uh, started in L.A. against the Clips, and then to Sacramento, then to Portland, then to Golden State, and now uh, wrapping things up at altitude. That's not the easiest thing. Yeah, for them, but Golden State, they probably, you know, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, so it's, it wouldn't surprise uh, what, me. What, what Locke talked about, both teams are tired. Yeah. And so who's got the fortitude to fight through that? And looking at that fifth game, five-game roadie going into the All-Star break, it wouldn't shock me if, if Miami wasn't 100% dialed in. But then that brings us back to Jimmy Butler, who's such a, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Taskmaster? Well, the, the, the term that, you know, I don't like using uh, bad language per se, but it, it seems applicable. What's so it rhyme with? <laughs> he's, he's, got, he's a bit of a red ass. Uh, Jimmy Butler oh. and that kind of attitude that he's he's really instilled on this young Miami Heat basketball team. You never know because mm-hmm. you could see him kicking their butts into into playing a pretty good. Remember game. Remember that uh, interview earlier this season when the when the young players he was being We're interviewed. Around, yeah. See, that's a, that's another case of where you can misinterpret what he's trying to get done, which is exactly it, what I said it, at the time. Well, you were right. Thank he you. he or potentially right anyway. Anyway, <laughs> uh, where he was, it looked like he was trying to shine the focus on him, but he was really, and he might have been doing that too. But he was trying to teach a lesson to the young fellows who were goofing around, saying, "Hey, this is just." This is just one one moment. We got a whole lot of these ahead. So yeah, so you gotta appreciate that. I, I wanna see I wanna see who wants this game more. Yeah. I, I think that's really kind of fun to watch. You know what you know what's funny? I bet Eric Spolstra secretly really likes Jimmy Butler's attitude. Just like I bet you when when Carl Malone uh, chastised Greg Ostertag for his uh, weight issue. I bet you, you know, behind the scenes, deep down, Jerry was like, yes. Because <laughs> that means, you know, the, the culture coming from the players, that means, sure. I, I mean, it goes a long way. There was a whole lot of peer pressure back on those old jazz teams yep. coming from Stockton and Malone. And why wouldn't you feel that if you were a subordinate player? Um, and by the way, one other thing that I thought of as you were talking about the Heat being on the, the fifth game of a five-game roadie, the Jazz have benefited from these sorts of things through the years. 
you know, uh, West Coast trips from teams that were on their way home and they had to stop off in Salt Lake City on their way back. And I know the Jazz have been busted at times with unfortunate uh, disadvantageous scheduling at times, but the Jazz benefit a little bit from this as well. Uh, when these teams are in this, these kinds of situations, now we'll see if they take advantage of it themselves tonight because it's really up to them to do so. All right, pregame with Tim Lacombe kicks off right around the corner, and we are live at Jimmy's Flowers. I'm going to be hanging out here through the pregame as well, 470 South Main Street. Come see us here in Bountiful, but they have two other locations as well, 2840 North Hillfield Road in Layton and 2735 Washington Boulevard in Ogden. And McKenzie joins us once again. And McKenzie, I want to hit again on something that you brought up a little bit earlier in the show. You guys are direct to farm, so yes. there's no middleman in there, so everything's going to be fresh yeah. and beautiful. Yeah, correct. In fact, we actually have a wholesale department in our store in Layton um, and so we're supplying flowers for a lot of surrounding flower shops wow. and um, a lot of like independent florists and stuff so we do have a pretty nice advantage in that sense so Mac uh, you mind if I call you I, Mac? I actually go by that really? yeah, I, do. Wow. <laughs> I like that I think that's cool anyway I've been watching your customers as we've been doing the show and I don't think I've seen a single one of them who didn't walk out of here with a smile oh, on their good. face <laughs> and, and, and really I think that's what it is I mean a lot, especially the guys yeah. they're buying something for someone they care about and they're excited yeah. to give them that you my, know do you get that a lot oh absolutely my favorite thing is when somebody comes in and they're like all shaky and like they don't know what they're doing <laughs> and they look so nervous and then by the time that they're leaving they're they feel more confident in like what they're expressing and it's that's kind of beautiful to watch actually pretty cool well yeah. we we saw a listener we talked to a listener who came in and whose wife did not want roses mm -hmm. and he walked out with the most beautiful orchid i mean just <laughs> that gorgeous blue, that blue one yeah. did you oh, see that cool yeah oh, i love those those yeah. are amazing his yeah. his or would that be periwinkle what was that blue <laughs> I Blue think that fan. might have been Periwinkle. <laughs> but the point is, is that uh, just come in. If you don't know what to get or if you have yeah. a special uh, request from your loved one or whatever, just come in and you'll get taken yes, care of. Yes, we have options here. <laughs> Indeed. Options for everyone. All right. Those locations, again, uh, Bountiful, of course, here, 470 South Main Street in Ogden, 2735 Washington Boulevard, 2840 North Hillfield Road in Layton, or just order online at jimmysflowers.com. Mackenzie, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. It was good to see you again. All right, Jazz Game Night pregame show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I knew that was about the end of it. So long, farewell, I'll be saying goodnight. I hate goodbyes. This thing is over! That'll do, Peggy.